Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is our last night on the first step, awareness. And tonight we are talking integration, so anything goes, um, as long as it is about awareness. <laughs> so um, this is Kelly Fox, half of a Fearless Generations, and I am so happy to be here tonight. Terry is running a little late, so we will bring on our guest coach early. And we are excited to have Trish March. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic, and I'm really excited to be here with you. Yes, we are excited to have you with us here tonight as well. And right before we got on the call, Trish let me know that she has that she uh, her first show with us was a year ago. So we are super excited that uh, she has been uh, sharing her. Uh, coach wisdom with us for now a year and we really appreciate it yay <laughs> yay well i love mm. on the show so i it so much that you guys have been willing to have me on once a month and that we are able to just talk all these and how much they've affected our lives and how we use them and um it's just an amazing conversation and keeps it top of mind for me all the time so it's a great great experience yeah that's why we love the show, too. And, um, you know, and if we really hope it's helping somebody, they keep coming back and listening, so we think it does. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, so we, um, yeah, <laughs> hopefully, right? Um, but, yeah, I think that, I think these, the, the greatest thing about these steps is that we can do, we can do it over and over again. And um, they continue to deepen and they continue to expand and, um, enrich our experience and our, our process. And so that's why we really enjoy, you know, continuing to do these, um, you know, the same 12 steps each year. And we are yep. happy to say that Trish is going to be with us on our fourth Monday night calls uh, this year as well. So we're excited to to um, have you with us. Thanks. Um, Thanks. You are so welcome. Um, yeah, so talking about awareness, yeah, I'm sorry, you guys, I am in a weird mood, but uh, talking about awareness, I think that this month has been definitely um, definitely one of awareness, and I, I think that um, that it's in some areas of my life, it's just starting to open up, and it's just, I'm just starting to really become aware, um, because one thing I'm really good at is collecting negative evidence, which I um, string together um, in a creative narrative, and it's not always the truth. <laughs> and so uh, I, I really, I have to be, you know, committed to breaking it down and asking myself, you know, those questions and, um, you know, am I, is this something that I've made up or is it really true? And is the situation really as bad as I'm trying to make it sound like? Um, or, you know, am I just um, 
dramatizing it um, in some way because I, I'm really good at that too. And so, <laughs> so in some areas of my life, I think that it's just, it's really just starting to, it's just starting to open up because I'm becoming willing, which is the step next month to be more aware and to allow um, things to, I'm allowing, I'm starting to, uh, how do I phrase it? I'm starting to allow things that I have been telling myself are true, um, allow to see them as possibly not true. And so, uh, you know, that's always an interesting experience to really look at what you've done and what you've told yourself and um, what you've justified and um, really look at it and see see it for truth or see it for story and 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 how can you how can you go forward from that? How can you shift maybe some of your thought processes and behaviors um, to line up more with the truth than the story? And so that's been an interesting process, and it's it's um, it's continuing. Huge awareness. I'm sorry, you broke up. I'm sorry. I was gonna say that's huge awarenesses. That's amazing that you're you're coming into that and that you're you're seeing that in yourself and you're you know, growing from that. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, they're not fun awarenesses. So, um, I have a tendency to avoid, right. Those ones, the ones that I know are going to cause pain (laughs) or worse, um, which I think most people do, but, um, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that one thing that happens as, as you start to grow and change, uh, different things come up for you, right? Like I, especially, you know, in the healing work that I do and the healing work I've done on myself, it's almost like peeling an onion when you, you know, start to work on things on yourself and you start to, to make changes, additional things will come up, additional awarenesses will come up and you have an opportunity to, to take a look at some of the things that frustrate you or to upset you or that make you angry or that you don't like and, you know, look at them a little bit deeper and, and have a choice as to whether you want to make changes or, you know, whether there's something else that's a higher priority. And I bet, I mean, it's, it's amazing to see that just as you said, like, as you start working on one thing, other things will come up for you to work on as well. So, you know, mm-hmm. life is a journey. <laughs> so, and it's, it's amazing for to have sure. awareness um, and choices and, you know, um, kind of a framework to make decisions that awareness will give you right and I think having that truth Mm -hmm. versus you know is it is it true or am I making it up is is a huge huge tool for you know your awareness Um, because that can really um, make you see what's authentic and what's actually true you know just by simply asking yourself those questions Mm -hmm. yeah well I think one thing that kind of really brought it up was, um, have you heard of the book Love Warrior by yeah. Lennon Doyle? Okay, yeah, because a couple it. years ago it was on. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, what? I said I haven't read it yet, but I for some reason it popped up recently for me. Um, but tell me about it or tell me what your experience was with it. Well, I haven't read it either. <laughs> but I know it was a, it was a book on – it was a book on um, Oprah's book club or something a couple of years ago, 
but I went to, um, she, she came to, um, she came to an event and a speaking event and, um, where, where Terry lives and Terry bought us tickets to go see her. And so, um, so she, so she spoke and, uh, the, the facilitator there, you know, asked her questions and then, uh, the audience was able to ask her questions and a lot of what she said, I agreed with, or I mostly agreed with, you know, and then there was probably about 20 to 30% of what she said. And she said it though, it was her opinion and it really bothered, it really bothered some of the people that I went with. Um, it didn't bother me, but, um, but you know, I have, um, I have, I already have a habit of hanging out with people and interacting with people who believe differently than I do. And, um, and it doesn't bother me that they share their beliefs. Right. Um, that's cool. You know, like I let in what is good and what I don't agree with just kind of goes out and I say, Oh, all right, you can believe that. Right. But, um, yep. So, so it didn't really bother me. I just enjoyed the part I enjoyed. <laughs> but I think it's good to be around people. This, this brought up some of those thoughts that it brought, um, you know, it's good to be around people who think differently than you, because I think it's good to have some of those things um, that you believe um, somewhat challenged, right, in the public forum. Yep. Because then you can relook at what it is that you believe, and your um, belief in it can either strengthen, right, or you can, or you can really be like, okay, why do I believe this, right? It, it creates a process, a thinking process, where your awareness can increase. And I think that that's, that's, what, um, that's what it brought up for me, you know? Um, yep. I mean, she's a, she's a writer. She's obviously a talented writer. And... Um, you know, so she, she definitely has the power of words and she is so hilarious. So it was, you know, it was very entertaining for me. And, um, and I think that, I think, I think that it, it, it just, it caused a lot of conversations. And I think that's what a good conversation is, right? Like that's, I mean, I think that's, you know, that's like what life's about is causing people to think, you know, causing, um, people to, um, you know, to question or to um, stand, right, for what they what they believe in, you yeah. know. And I, I, so that's that's kind of what it brought for me. That's how that's what I, where I chose to put my focus was like, well, this brought up conversations, and this, you know, caused me to take a stand on on a subject. Um, and so, yeah, so I thought it was really great, and I I would challenge people to go. Um, you know, and, and listen to people, um, have interactions, have conversations with people that you know, um, or may or may not know what they believe, and they could believe something different from you. Um, I think that that's what causes us to, you know, kind of um, not see so much division. Um, because I think people that are very different from us, um, like Glennon Doyle lives a very different lifestyle than I do. But there's also quite a few things that are similar about us, right? Right. Like we're very similar in age. We're both mothers. 
Um, and um, we both, you know, really want, you know, we both seek out to uh, help people and support each other, you know, and support people and, and to um, support people's love. Yep. Um, and so, you know, I think those are things, those are things at my core, at my core level, right? And those are things at her core level. And we can relate, even though there's other things that she believes in um, that are not the same as me. And, you know, with all of this craziness going on in the world, like, you know, all of the stuff that happened with the shooting in, um, in the synagogue and, and just, just how it's becoming more and more, um, where we are a country that seems to, to, uh, hate each other. And, um, to the point where we, where people go out with, with guns to kill people. Mm. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think there just needs to be more conversations. There needs to be more willingness to um, allow people to disagree with you and it not be that they're evil because they disagree. Yes. And, yes. Um, and so I, I, encourage, I encourage all kinds of conversations because I think that, um, like, one of the things that Rhonda says, Rhonda Britton, if anyone's new tonight, Rhonda Britton is the founder of the Fearless Living Institute, where um, we received our coaching and as well as where the where the 12 steps of freedom come from. Um, she says something about how people misunderstand or have a definition of the word understand as um, crap. Now I forgot it. But uh, do, you, do you remember her saying this? <laughs> Like Rhonda? they say they want to be understood. Yes. Oh, I know. I know. They say they want to be understood, but what they're really saying is they want you to agree. Yeah. And you yeah. can understand someone's point of view and see someone's point of view and still not agree with them. You can accept yep. someone for who yeah, they are and, and their choices, yeah. but you don't agree with them. And I think that that, that's going to be um, – that's something that really needs to be talked about. It, that can be very powerful for you – for two people to sit down and have a discussion that don't necessarily agree on or don't have the same opinion of a topic but are willing to respect each other enough to honor the fact that you have differing, differing opinions. And I think mm-hmm. two of those two words are two of the things that we have lost in, in our society is respect and honor. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that shows up in, you know, the shootings, in, you know, the daily um, filtering of information down from, you know, in politics and things. Like, we've we've lost some of that, and that's really important. Um, You know, I actually realized that I just, I did read most of this book, and um, (laughs) I, sorry, I I had to look up, I'm like, why is that popping into my head all of a sudden? And so I had to look up the cover for that, and I did read most of this book, and um, I agree that there's so many themes that are, you know, that, you know, women, especially mothers can compare themselves to throughout this book. And so many, so many of the things that she talks about are really relevant to what's happening in society. I think the biggest thing that I felt from this book was that it was such a raw, honest, she had such raw, honest transitions in her life. And Situations mm-hmm. would come up, and she was actually willing to sit and feel feel and think herself through them. 
until she came up with, you know, a motto or a, a mantra for that or, you know, a decision point in her life. And, you know, she was really willing to take on the hard choices, take on the hard pieces of her life that had to had to be addressed. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, there was a lot of honor in her awarenesses and um, strength. You know, mm-hmm. yes, she had experiences that I definitely could not relate to, but, you know, to experience them with her as I read through the book was, was really um, powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that experiences like um, grief or betrayal or yep. um, rejection, like they're, everyone feels those. They may be for different Absolutely. reasons, but every everyone is going to um, have those situations in their life at some point in their life, and yeah. and I think that um, I think that we can all um, we can all relate to that. You know, um, I mean, her betrayal is different than my betrayal. Her, you know, her griefs might be different than my griefs, um, yeah. but we've we we know what that feels like we, you know we all are experiencing the same human experience you know yep so i yep. i think that um if we can become more aware of the things that uh that are similar and you know let go of this need to constantly um label everyone would be really great. Yep, judge, <laughs> yep, I completely get that. Yep. Yeah. Or like, um, I I listened to um, Rhonda's uh, podcast today um, about putting people in a box, um, mm-hmm. and and it well the she was talking about one of the eight skills, the eight eight coaching skills, and it was a a. Uh, speak with no preconceived notion and I think yep. that um, I think that that is huge like you have like especially with awareness because you have to be aware right of what your preconceived notions even are because I think all of us have whether we are willing to admit it or not all of us make um, instant judgments um, of, of others or situations it's, it's the way our brain yep. works we make instant judgments. Now, this, you know, whether or not we act on those judgments, you know, is, is a choice. But we ha- I mean, it is, it's automatic that we have instant, instant judgments. And, um, mm-hmm. and I think that being, um, being aware of that um, and, and accepting that and saying, okay, I had an automatic judgment of, of this situation or this person or whatever, okay, is there really evidence around here that says that that automatic, that that those thoughts or that feeling is, you know, is necessary or is this, you know, is this not necessary, right? Like if you're aware of, of, of it and you really try to become aware of your, of what's going on and saying, Oh no, you know, this feels okay. You know, that was just an immediate, you know, reaction or whatever, and then act from that place. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I feel like I'm kind of rambling, but. Well, I think that if you have your awareness and you 
or you come to a realization about something and you, you look into it and you ask yourself, you know, how you're really feeling about a situation, right? And you, you come mm-hmm. to the reality of what the, the truth is for you. And don't let other people's judgments or what you think it should feel like or what you think it should be like, you know, take over and you actually allow yourself to really be true. Um, you know, I think that most situations or most, um, um, well, most situations or most incidents that happen or whatever you can grow from and, you know, have takeaways from and really um, be strengthened by. It's when you let all those other pieces in that, you know, with the judgments and the expectations and the, you know, com- you know, you, yeah, all the, the negativeness of it to come in that it can, you know, prevent you from having the growth of that awareness or growth of those feelings. Mhm. Does that yeah kind of coincide with what you were saying, or is that different? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I just, I think as we're more aware of what those thoughts are, you know, because I think a lot of yeah. times, like even with beating ourselves up or what I call my broken record, you know, like the thoughts go through through so fast that I don't I don't even pay attention to them sometimes, right? Yeah. And that can happen yep. too with with um you know with this like you're not even. You're you're not even being aware of of what your judgments are, um, and so I think just upping your awareness, you know, what slowing that thought process down and saying, okay, really, is that what's going on here? Um, you know, and and really looking at um, the facts versus you know the story that can support Absolutely. you. Well, and I think that that's really where our responsibility lies, right, with awareness mm-hmm. is to to dig in and see, you know, what is true and, um, you know, and then make choices and decisions from that, you know, based on the direction that you want to head. And hopefully if you're living mm-hmm. in freedom, you know, or pursuing freedom or interested in freedom, you're going to start making choices that are empowering to yourself um, mm-hmm. and start healing, right? Um, you know, and yeah. that's why we're here to encourage people to be living in freedom, um, you know, and, and to step away from the fear. Let's overcome that and move forward. Yeah. Put it down and back away. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Make it, make a difference. Yeah. To it. yeah. And I, I think so even just the awareness that you can point. make a different choice is powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely, you know, and that's that's freedom, right? Like that's one of the the key things about freedom when we talk about fear, right? Or fearless living mm-hmm. is is having that choice of freedom. So is the um, is it true? Or are you making up? Is that one of your more powerful tools that you use with awareness? Uh, it's it's definitely it's probably one of my favorite tools. But it's also probably one of my most used tools because I probably yeah. used it like 20, 20 literally 20, 20 times a day um, at the very beginning because I I told myself so much stuff. I made up so much stuff. Yep. Um, yep. When I think back, when I, when, I, when I look back at my life then and just at how much stuff I was making up um, – it like blows my mind and I'm still making up stuff. Like it's, it's, 
it's such an ingrained habit, but it's also what your brain it's to a certain degree. It's what your brain is trained to do, you know, cause it takes yep. up so much energy to, to function and it's trying to conserve its energy as much as possible. And for someone who, you know, like I've talked about on the show um, probably for years now that I deal with like just um, extreme exhaustion all the time. And I mean, it's, it's getting better now um, with, with my new um, lifestyle of eating and everything. But um, you know, I wonder if that maybe played a part in it. And now that I'm not as tired, like I'm starting to see um, more of what's going on. But, um, but yeah, she, I mean, she talked, uh, Rhonda talked about that on her podcast today too. And, um, you know, how we only have so much energy. And so our brain is going to try to conserve as much energy as possible. So if it thinks that it recognizes this situation for this, um, or if it can have an automatic black or white uh, reaction to a situation, it's going to go there because that's easy. It's easier. It takes yep. less energy. And, yep. um, and so, so I try not to beat myself up for that, but it's when I take it, you know, when I take it to the next level, you know, that's when I need to, you know, I need to catch myself. Um, or I want to, I want to start catching myself sooner. And the, the way to do that is, you know, to stay more aware. Yep. And to practice, you know, I mean, and, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's how, that's how you do it, you know? And, yep. and I think also one of the things, one of the things that, um, that Glennon talked about was, um, she dealt, uh, she, I think she talked about this in the book, um, that she dealt with addiction and how yep. she explained that the addiction was like an easy button, you know, like the Staples commercial, where, uh, yep. you know, some awful situation's coming on and then the easy button comes out and they hit it and everything's perfect. And she said that her addiction was kind of like that for her. Like she started to feel emotions or she started to, you know, uh, have to think or whatever. And so the the addiction was just hitting that easy button and then, you know, yep. everything was fine. And I don't, I don't do drugs, <laughs> but... Um, I think we all have an easy button in our life, um, you know, whether it be food or, for me, mine is probably chocolate. Um, um, but you know, or or t- you know, watching TV or getting on Facebook reading or, yep. right? Well, reading the yeah, reading a book can be you know anything can be in fear or freedom. Um, yep. You know, any type of escape. You're 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 looking to escape. That is the the reasoning for it. Um, is like hitting the easy button. Yep. And um, when I think of it like that, I'm like, am I hitting the easy button right now, or is this uh, something else? You know, because I'm a very visual. Yep. I'm a visual person. So that was that was <laughs> such a perfect analogy for me because that's so easy to so easy to picture. Like, okay, am I hitting the easy yep. button right now, or is this self-care, or is this, you know, what, you know what I mean? And, yep. and so that, that's been helpful, too. And so, you know, that's, like, an easier way to, you know, if you, if like, if you know what you, like, if you're a visual person and you know, like, visualizations like that help you, find one that works for you, you know, and then that 
makes it a little bit easier to, to stay aware. Now, do you still build up negative uh, evidence? Or is that the oh yeah have grown well no, well I mean it's the it it um it's not as bad as it used to be I mean I'm definitely improved yeah. right but yes I still I still build it up I just don't um I don't hold it as long if that makes sense yeah that's great um yeah that's great yeah so um and I've and I've let go a lot of the past that you know like I let go of the archives mm. excellent. Excellent. So, so hopefully that will help mm-hmm. you decrease falling into that, falling into that, um, you know, over time, falling into that pattern of, you know, the telling yourself stories. Because you got you've well, got hopefully. rid of the evidence in the archive. Yeah. Well, I think that's mm-hmm. a huge group. But I, I mean, I am pretty, <laughs> I am pretty creative. <laughs> <laughs> and honest, and honest. And you're not alone, yeah. right? I, I definitely do that. I told my story, myself stories all day today, and then I was like, "What am I saying to myself? Stop that!" <laughs> yeah. So I, I wanna, I wanna. I, I guess I. Uh huh. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was just gonna say I don't know if I necessarily. Um, I don't know if I'll ever really let go of the of of the condition of making up stories, but I would like to make them up in a good way yeah. instead of, Oh, it's because they don't like me or, Oh, I'm too stupid to do this or, you know, um, whatever. Right. <laughs> I don't, yep. I don't need to think that hard to think of more. Um, but, um, you know, where that's not where it goes, you know, it goes to, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, this may not be working right now. Maybe it'll work you know, later or, you know, or go into problem solving skills or, or, or just whatever, but it, that it's not like an instant negative story. It's, it's, you know, um, it's more open, it's more expansive, it's more, um, uh, positive. You know, one thing I've tried to incorporate to try to tell myself more positive stories is to ask myself, you know, what would I, what would my, you know, what would I tell my niece or my nephew if they were saying these things to themselves or if they were, if they told mm-hmm. me that they felt this way to try to incorporate some of that innocence in there and to help myself um, just be more kind to myself because I, I can, mm-hmm. you know, when you're telling yourself those stories and sometimes they can get pretty negative. So, you know, and, and that has been something that's helped me grow over time too, is to really just say like, you know, the things I would tell myself, like would I say that to my niece or my nephew and, you know, or even a, a another child, maybe I don't know. Like if I was sharing experiences with somebody, and um, you know, in most cases, I would never say that stuff to some people. I would only say right. it to myself. So it's right. that's a good um, good tool that I use only to help me um, kind of get out of mm-hmm. that um, that whole process with myself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've we've talked about this on the show before, but. Both Terry and I carry around um, a baby picture of ourselves, oh, and nice. it helps us to it helps us to remember, um, you know, to keep in mind that um, you know uh, that little girl within us, and um, you know, would we talk to her that way, or would we treat her that way? Yep, I think um, that's a great practice. That's a good yeah. good idea. 
I love that idea. Yeah, love because it, I it. think, you know, I think my in my picture, I think I'm like three or something. Um, but uh, I could be a little older, but I think I think I'm around three. Um, but yeah. Um, so, like, would you? But oh no, I remember what I was going to say. So, like, I think about that that five year old or that three year old. Like, she got me where I am today. Yep. You know, and so um, instead of you know, would I really want to shame her? Would I really want to, um, you know, continue to tell her that she wasn't enough? Right. Um, yeah. Or do I want to thank her? Do I want to honor her? Um, you know, do I want to acknowledge her for getting me here? Yep. That's that's awesome. So, Yeah. But I, I love what you said earlier about um, respect and honor. And I think that um, in some societies in our, in, I think in some, in some communities or in our society, that's what I wanted to say, in some communities in our society, I think honor is very much understood, like the military community. Like honor is a huge yep. word for them, right? Yep. Um, yep. And I think that, um, in some, you know, in other um in other places, you know, people understand respect or people understand honor, right? But I think as a society as a whole, we really don't. We really don't understand um, respect. And I think a lot of it has to do with the way that, um, pe- like with social media. I think that social media has really made us a mean, vicious <laughs> society. Yeah. Because, because you're not saying it to their face. For some reason, you think you can say whatever you want. Like, you know, the way that people talk to other people online is just, it just blows my mind. And um, yep. with Terry being involved with the, with the politics in, um, in Tulare, and then uh, previous to her, my sister, Shay was on the city council for four years. And so I've just become so more so much more aware of the politics of the little town that I grew up in <laughs> and mm. um and I think that that like this campaign that's going on right now in Fresno um and one of the candidates is just i think just going overboard with um mm. with their their comments of, of their opponent. Like, why can't you just say how you're going to help us? And, or maybe like the facts of, Oh, they voted this way and they voted that way because that's facts and that's, that's educating us. Right. But do you have to like, it's, it's like gotten to the point where I'm getting like five things in my mailbox almost every day. And it's just over the board, overboard, um, putting the other candidate down. And really what uh, it's done yep. is it's made me not want to vote for him instead yep. of what he's trying to achieve, which is to not vote for the other guy. Right. And I think that I, I, I think that that has just like politicians and celebrities and um, gossip news and just um, even the regular news is just so argumentative and so demeaning of each other 
And yep. um, and I think that that really has what has played in our society's just total downgrade of mutual respect for each other and and kindness. And I think that that is a huge awareness that our society really needs to um, own up to. Yep. I I completely agree with you. I completely agree. Yeah. Kelly, I just looked at the clock, and we're a little bit over time. Does that matter? Can we keep going? Oh, are the clock's still going. Oh, because I set it to 45 minutes. Mm. Oh. So I forgot. I made the call tonight a little longer because um, I thought that because it was integration, we might want to talk a little yeah. bit more. Um, yeah. And well, I was just watching the clock. I wasn't. Wa- I mean, I was watching the 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 clock count down. I wasn't watching the <laughs> actual time. Um. So sorry about that. Uh, no, we can go, I or we can keep. Time. We have more time if we do. That's great. Okay. That's great. Well, um, why, since you haven't been able to talk about awareness this month, and I have just totally gotten on my uh, soapbox tonight, um, why don't you take like this last five minutes or so and share with us what are your what are your favorite tools um, around awareness? What has helped you? What has helped your clients? Um, you know, what would you like to share with the listeners about awareness tonight? Well, I think that um, one big thing that helps me really build on the momentum of of awareness is acknowledgement, right? Like I, I'm very introspective, mm-hmm. so things for me come like I I think about stuff all the time. So awareness has come, and um, you know, but I definitely need to still practice my acknowledgements for myself for you know recognizing the awarenesses and you know, using them to live in freedom, right, and make different mm-hmm. choices and make good decisions for a positive change in my future and things like that. Um, you know, I, when I'm working with my clients, um, I think, you know, awareness is for them, you know, they don't always realize, they don't always realize the awarenesses as they're coming, right? Like they it could be just a slight perception change. It could be, um, you know, it doesn't have to be an aha moment. Like they don't always recognize it as that. So it's really my job to really acknowledge when awarenesses are coming up for them, you know, just like I do for myself, right? Um, and mm-hmm. just really helping them to start recognizing that because the more awarenesses you have, the more aware you are of, of the things that are happening in your life and what your feelings are and the situations that are coming up for you and your opportunities for choices or to make choices, um, you know, the more you have that awareness, the more the awareness will come to you. And I don't know whether that makes sense or not, but the more open you Mm -hmm. are to it and the more, the more you recognize it, um, the more frequently it's going to happen for you. Mm -hmm. So I really try to encourage them and to acknowledge them when, when, when they are having awarenesses or when I'm seeing things come up for them, even if they don't necessarily recognize them themselves. Mm -hmm. Because that's the start. That's the start of this entire process, right? And it's the start not only just in making change in your life, which, you know, these, these 12 steps are all about making change in your life, but it's the awareness, it's the, um, 
recognition of your feelings, you know, to help yourself get more in touch with who you are and how you respond and, you know, how you're um, reacting in your life, right? You know, or, Mm -hmm. you know, having more awareness of the people around you. You know, you had mentioned what's happening in the world right now and, you know, the horrible shooting that happened at the, at the synagogue in Pittsburgh, you know, um, you know, awareness is a key thing, you know, being aware of your surroundings, the people that are around you, you know, your safety, your, you know, so awareness is a huge, huge factor in your life and, um, and really the key, the, the catalyst that gets you moving forward in, you know, living a life of freedom. Mm-hmm. So it's really a, a, key, a key aspect um, for change and for, yeah. you know, for me living my life in freedom especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love acknowledgments. And I think that for me, um, acknowledge, acknowledgments also support me in um, becoming um, aware again, right? Like because a lot of times, um, I can forget that I've done something, and yep. um, if I acknowledge myself for it, you know, um, and and I and I go back and I look at those acknowledgments, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, I remember I did that, you know, and yep. and I can do it again because I did it once or I did it twice, yep. and um, <laughs> and so um, acknowledgments acknowledgments support me uh, support me there as well. To, you know, um, thing that I, you know, remember. Yep. Hmm? Yep. Um, another thing, you know, as you start working with fear and, you know, recognizing how fear is coming up for you, you know, awareness is going to be a key step in helping decrease how, how frequently fear comes up for you and, and you know, helping you to um, react to when fear does come up. Like you'll, you'll be more aware that it's happening because you're closer to your feelings you know, or closer mm-hmm. to the things that actually trigger your fear. And so the length of time and the intensity of the fear that you're experiencing will start to decrease as your awareness is growing. So awareness is, is my number one thing, right? Like if you have to be aware of these things to, to, to make changes and to, you know, as you said before, to start working with them and to recognize, is this true? Am I making it up? You know, you have to be aware of those things to even make that, even ask yourself that question. So mm-hmm. I love awareness. It's my it's a big thing. <laughs> it big is. Thing for me. <laughs> and now we are out of time. <laughs> <laughs> and we could probably talk all night. I'm so sad that your mom didn't get a chance to join us this evening. But... I know. She is so busy. It probably something probably with the campaign came up, but I'm sure she'll be with us next week. And actually, uh next week will be right before the election, so that'll be really exciting. It will but, um, be exciting. we thank you. Yeah, we thank you all for uh, continuing to come back each week. We thank you, Trish, for continuing to come back each month. We appreciate you sharing with us all of uh, all of what you do. And uh, for all of you listeners out there, please be fearless. See you next week. Be fearless. Thanks, Kelly. Bye. Night. Night.